It's your girl Titi from the D. Thank you for stopping by on this awesome evening. Tonight's show is going to be a little bit different. I'm taking things in a new direction, not overall, but for the moment, for the season. Something was laid upon my heart a couple days ago, and I said, you know what? I need to share that. That's some good stuff. I love to share positivity, and I love to have a phenomenal guests on here, but tonight, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to be stuck with your girl TT for just a moment. And I want to talk to you about discerning spirits. Now, I know you're like, what? Girl, I ain't signed up for that. No, you didn't, but you logged on for it. Okay, so I just want to jump right into it. Have you ever heard that there's a difference between um, a good spirit and a bad spirit? Okay, and you know, you know how people used to say when about babies, babies could tell a person with a good spirit or bad spirit. I don't care if you be all cuckoo and gaga in the baby face, and if you have a nasty spirit disposition, a baby do seem to be able to to sense something, right? So, you know, they're the next closest things to being little angels because they're pure. When they come to this world, they don't know anything about evilness, ignorance, hate, or anything that's negative. They know all about love and joy, peace. It's natural to them and what's laid upon them or casted over them. So, you know, there's a difference between the good spirit and the bad spirit, right? And I like to tell people, like, you know, when you're doing something that ain't right, you have that one little angel on the one side of the shoulder and then the other angel on the other side of the shoulder and you in between. And you got them both whispering in your ear. One is trying to overpower the other. Can you guess which one is trying to overtalk the other one? Which one is trying to get your attention more? I bet you can guess. It's the one that wants you to do the wrong, right? And sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes we can get fooled. We can get fooled, okay? Because first of all, we're human beings having the human experience. Is that correct? Do you join me in that? Do you come into agreement with me with that? Yeah, we are spirits having the human experience. So we are not perfect. We are not holier than thou, although some walk around like they are. But let me give you some news and let me give you an updated spoiler alert. You are not. You are not. You sin just like the next person. And let me tell you, one sin ain't bigger than the next sin. And it took me a very long time to understand that in life. And I think my first teachings are I came into understanding about what weighs more, a thousand pound car or a thousand pounds of cotton. So, oh, I raised my hand. I was in class and I'm like, duh, a thousand pound car is heavy. And my teacher said, you're wrong. I'm looking at her like, what? What? She said, because a thousand pounds is a thousand pounds, no matter how you slice it. And as I become older and growing in my faith and my journey and my walk and living life and sinning, because I, I shoot, I'll probably sin this past week. I don't know, because I'm not perfect. However, I do know that one sin is not greater than the next sin because a sin is a sin, right? And so when we get entangled with people with different types of spirits, you have to use your discernment. And we see things differently. You may see the good in someone and I can peep the bad or vice versa, right? Or you might say, oh, you you leaning in too much, you reading too much. No, not necessarily. You know, you ever got that feeling that something just ain't quite right about somebody. 
And then when something manifested and something happened, you said, see, I knew something was off with that person. Yeah. So we just have to learn to lean into it a little bit more. Just like you lean into the hear some gossip. You lean into the smell, the aroma of some food that's being prepared, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going somewhere today. I'm going somewhere today. And I think in the season in which we live, we really need to pay attention. And it's not about being in religion. It's about being in your faith, right? And understanding who you are and exactly what you are. Yes, you're a man or yes, you're a woman or yes, you're a girl or yes, you're a boy, but you're a human being. And born into sin, we all have been. That rhymed. <laughs> but no, on the serious note, it's a gift. Actually, being able to discern spirits is a gift. And I have to be honest, and, and you know me, I, I love to be transparent, but I've been asking for the gift of discernment since I was 11 years old. I used to pray for it. But let me remind you, be careful what you ask for because you will get it. That's why people, you might hear people or you've said it or you've heard it. Um, there's power in the tone. Be careful what you say, what you speak into the atmosphere. I claim healing. I wasn't feeling well a couple of days ago and I put my hand over the area in my body that I was in pain and I asked God to heal my body, Father God. Take this pain out of my body in Jesus' name. And I can honestly sit here and I can smile and say throughout that evening, that's exactly what he did. Now, some people might say, girl, no, you just started feeling better. Okay. Well, you have your take on it, and I know my truth. Okay? And I'm not here to debate with you. I'm not here to tell you. You may even say, ain't nobody got to get the discernment. Okay, well, again, know your truth, boo-boo kitty, or big rod. Know your truth. I know mine. And I'm so thankful that I've been in a journey along this journey called life that you can't sway me. <laughs> See, I believe that every good tree bears good fruit, but every tree that bears bad fruit has to be cut down. And I think that about people. You could be around people to pretend to be good people, and you could be blinded by it because they come in with that one saying, what's that phrase? To kill, steal, and destroy. And you know, Human beings always got to add a little something, so I always put it in that one and separate. Good spirits don't like to be around bad spirits. Now, bad spirits love to be around good spirits. And they don't have a problem being around other bad spirits, but they can't control other bad spirits. They don't get any joy from attacking other bad spirits because bad spirits attacking bad spirits is just going to bring a bad spirit. But a bad spirit attacking a good spirit has a 50-50 chance of breaking them down and being able to turn them into a bad spirit. If you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you, you will, re you will reap and understand where your grace and your mercy and your peace comes from. Within. It comes from within. It really does. You have to know your own level of discernment. You could be a bold warrior or you could be a meek one. 
You could be fully armored or you could have a little bit of armor or you could walk around and be uncovered. And when you walk around uncovered, I believe God will send other spiritual warriors around you, people that have a light around them, strong in their mind, strong in the spirit, to cover you until you're able to cover yourself. Now you might say, where are you going with this? We're just talking. Understanding the type of people you allow to invade your privacy. The type of people you allow to speak into your life or speak over your life. You have to guard your energy. You hear people saying that every day. Mm, I got to guard my peace. I got to I gotta guard my um, energy. I got to protect my energy. I got to protect my peace. And it sounds cliche, but it's true. You must. It's imperative, ladies and gentlemen, that you protect your peace and that you protect your heart to the best of your ability. When people can shake you and rattle your cage, they find joy. Please understand that. Then you got those people that will study you. Oh yeah, baby. They'll study you just to unravel you or to break you down, to penetrate you. They want to know why everybody like her. Why everybody likes him. Why everybody like them. And even when they come to know and understand that unction, the God they serve, knowingly or unknowingly, won't allow them to have peace, won't allow them to rest, because they're not happy because it's too much of what that word is, peace, happiness. They're not used to it, it's foreign to them. They may have been told they'll never find peace, they may have grown up in an environment that was always wreaking and havoc, always impeding upon them day after day, night after night, where they just said, ah, to hell with that. I'll find my peace wherever I can find it. I'll find my joy wherever I can find it. It's really, it's really happening like that. You might say, girl, what are you talking about? It really goes down like that. It really, really does. And I'm like, man, if you read Matthew 7, 16 through 20, you'll understand what I'm talking about a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I remember I had uh, sent an open letter type of text a couple of years ago because I found myself sitting around with my peers and I could be mad, disturbed by something or someone and I'd feed into the energy. Then I had to learn like you can't do that. We're human, so when you pissed, you pissed. When you upset, you upset. Should you vent, yes. Who wants to walk around all bottled and tight-necked and just Yeah, who wants to have all that heat boiling inside? But you just got to know who you can vent to so you can release it. Because that's all you're doing is venting, not carrying a bone. And there's a lot of people that's in our lives, ladies and gentlemen, that like to pick up bones and carry them and drop them off at other places that they don't belong. And when you encounter people, that gift of discernment 
lets you know right off the rip. But you know where we go wrong? We tend to think we looking deep. Like, you know what, nah. Although, all kind of alerts are going off. All kind of flags. You're like, nah. Mm, I can't quite put my finger on it. It don't matter. You don't have to read the whole story to know how it's going to end. You can scam it. You can scam it. You go like, oh, yeah, I can see how this is going. I can see where Dark Sun is going in. Every now and then, you'll read a story with a good cliffhanger. Every now and then. Some people might say, I got the gift of suspicion. <laughs> see, my perception and my insight, yeah. I probably could roll with that a little bit. Because, boy, when my antennas go up, I'm like, no. And I don't care what you say. Oh, they good people. Shit. I know my gift of discernment saved my life in 1994 for a fact. And if it wasn't for me listening and not just doing me, I wouldn't even probably be here to talk to you today. You wouldn't have never known me. But God. Hmm. Did you know that the discerning gift, the spirit has the potential to be explosive? That's why it's so imperative to use wisdom when you're exercising your discernment. And it's important to learn about the gift. People are afraid. I used to be one of those people that was afraid of it, didn't really understand it. But as I started getting older, I started to learn more. We won't among darkness every single day even when we're in the light huh that's why I believe we should ask for the gift so we can learn how to navigate it I think we all have it I don't think I'm better than you I don't think you're better than me I think we are on the same pathway we're getting to the end destination different ways but we all came by way through a wound and we are all gonna leave one or two ways right you could say I don't know I don't know that's fine keep living and you'll start to discover if you're curious enough because, to be honest, the gift of discernment is greatly needed in the times in which we live right now. You got to know when you're going out and about the places you're going to go. I saw this really, really cool looking restaurant. I'm not going to put their name out there because I don't want to, you know, um, bring any negative energy to them or negative vibes. I don't want nobody to say, oh, I heard y'all don't be making y'all waste staff wear they mask. I heard that y'all don't make y'all patrons wear they mask when they're in there, right? Now, you know the rule of thumb. When you go into a, an establishment in today's time, you must wear your mask. Rightfully so. When you are getting up, going to the restroom or wherever, to the bar, blah, 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 wherever you're moving over and moving around, you need to wear your mask. Point taken, note taken. When you're sitting at the table with your family, your friends, whomever, you can take your mask off because it's y'all. Okay, cool, got it. But in this, and I saw this restaurant and the food looked amazing. The libations, y'all know how I am. Y'all know I'm greedy. 
and I love a great adult libation. So they were looking amazing, amazing. But as I was looking at some of the video footage from some events they were having there and how their brunch Sundays go, I saw in the videos, the waitstaff, you delivering the, the drinks to the table, but you ain't had no mask on. And when she walked her little pretty cell phone off, she ain't had no mask on. Then I saw them allowing patrons to just walk around from table to table with no mask on. I said, oh, I unfollowed them. I just had followed them, but I unfollowed them. I said, I can't even go there. I ain't even going there. Because another thing that made me think, I said, mm, I bet you y'all turning them tables over fast because it's not a big establishment. So with that being said, how are you disinfecting your tables and chairs? Are you? Are you just hurry up and trying to flip them tables so you can make the money? understanding that we're still living in the pandemic and we will for quite some time we just have to be careful we have to be mindful and we have to use to get the discernment and just common sense you know we all have our thoughts about the COVID um, but it's real you know we all have lost somebody or know someone who's battling it you know won the battle to it but still struggling or whatever that may look like I I touch on all of that I know people who have passed personally and professionally I know children right now that are battling battling with the COVID right now children I know adults that are battling the COVID right now so it's real. I have people very close to me battling. And so I respect it. I respected it before it got so close. You ain't have to tell me twice. But I want to understand it. See, what I don't do is believe just everything the media tells me. I don't. Because one moment you, you, you rearing up and saying, follow Dr. So-and-so. This is this and yes and they and, and, and study show and, and then when you ain't feeling them no more, y'all know who I'm talking about. When you ain't feeling them no more, now you shooting them to the cross. Now they're like, oh, so all of this time we've been listening to Dr. So-and-so, we shouldn't have been. So then it make you look like, what are we believing? Like, are you setting us up for failure? Are you setting us up to win? Well, I think people just using common sense and trying to, practice social distancing in its entirety not just for the show don't just wash your hands and sneeze into your elbow or arm sleeve when you around people because they're watching do it because that's the right thing to do and you want to stay safe and you don't want anybody else to become ill understanding the fact that they said that you could be asystematic be a carrier and have no symptoms and spread it to someone who just can't fight it hmm. I think the gift of discernment is nothing more than distinguishing spirits seeing people for who they are both good and bad evil and angelic that's you know that's my thoughts that's my thoughts you could say oh what is what you're talking about okay hey 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 let me tell you this. Let me share the scripture with you. 1 John 4 and 1. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. 
right? Now you'll say, what would that mean? Okay, so I take it as, and I, I don't have a, a doctoral in theology, but I'm gonna tell you what I think it is. I think it means you could be a, a, a sweet person, coming to me, male or female, kind. Like, oh yeah, okay. But maybe you are not who you say you are. You're pretending. See, I believe a person gonna show you who they are 24 hours a day. Sometimes they gotta kinda curve it. You know what I'm saying? Depending on whom they're around. And I say that because there's a time and place for everything and everybody. So would I be at work having a glass of wine? No. But would I be out at happy hour or with my family and friends? Would I be out to brunch or lunch? And having a glass of wine? Yes. Because I understand that there's a place and there's a time. Would you ask me on the job, do you like wine? And I say, oh no, I don't drink wine. But you know you just saw me last week. You don't have to ever worry about that. I am what I am. I am who I say I am. And I implore you to be who you are. Life is not a dress rehearsal. I know you've heard that before. We're living and we're dying every day. And when you die and you leave this earth and this body, the shell, it will not be recognized if you were to come back in another life. Why? Because what you recognize is the shell on the outside. The spirit is invisible, but it dwells inside your temple. Your body is the temple that protects your spirit. That's why I love to say we are spirits having the human experience. But we have to be careful about our spirits because they get tampered with. Just as if you stub your toe or you hit your hand or your head, you know it hurts. When somebody bothers your spirit, you know when it's being bothered. But we try to ignore things. And I just want to remind you that's something you don't want to ignore. The gift of discerning spirits is a God-given ability and it enables you to recognize and identify people with good intentions and bad intentions. Sometimes so much so that you can do it before you allow them to wreak havoc in your life. There's a very thin line between human and divinity. <laughs> you might be like, Titi, where you going? I don't know. I'm just, as the old people would say, or the mature people would say, or the people would say, let them use you. I guess so. Hmm. If you had to break it down, I guess discernment would mean that you have the ability to perceive and receive people in different ways. Hmm. Yeah. Just like you know, you hear, you taste, you touch, you smell, you feel. You ever heard someone say, well, a person that doesn't have vision, other senses are heightened, and vice versa, and on and on and on, right? We know we have five natural senses. What is it? Hear, taste, touch, smell, feel. 
And I'm still discovering ways to use my gifts every single day. Every now and then I gotta stop and smell the roses. Remind myself of who I am and what I come from. I'm not trying to scare nobody. I ain't trying to make nobody feel no kind of way. I'm just trying to encourage you to tap into something that you may not be familiar with because it's there and it could be very well lying dormant. God is an amazing God. If you think you got here just by way of your mama's womb, you're sadly mistaken. I'm not here to debate that. I don't care to debate. I respect everybody's choices, their viewpoints, and I just request that people would do that for me as well. And when they don't, I just smile and nod my head and remind that I'm not going to debate with you. I'm not here to debate nor fight with you. You walk your walk, I'm going to walk my walk. You talk your talk, and I'm going to talk my talk. And we could do that in peace and love. I believe we can anyway, as we mature. I ain't always been there, but you know, as I've gotten into my older age, my golden age, I've learned to do a little something, something, a little maneuvering, because I had to be amongst people that I'm looking like, Lord, Father God, what in the lifetime special is happening here? <laughs> Did you know there's a saying that they say you will know good fruit by, you will know a good tree by the fear that... What is it? Okay, I might be messing this up, okay? You will know a good tree by the fruit it bears, I think they say. I think that's how they say that. But did you know that you might not be able to see a bad tree from the fruit that they bear? Because when the apple hits the ground, until you open it up, you might not know that it may be filled with worms. It could have been born rotten. That's deep, ain't it? <laughs> I think you can find a scripture, um, Matthew 17. No, no, sorry. Skirt, reversed. Matthew 7, 16 through 20, as I said earlier. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really know what tomorrow holds. And I don't think we we know. Nobody knows. It's safe to say nobody knows. Because that's the way we were born. That's the gift of discernment. <laughs> but it's also a reality. He also said it in his word. That we're not going to know. And I'm going to tell you why we don't know. Because we drive ourselves crazy as hell. I remember being a teenager one night. I was sitting up. And I don't know what was happening. But I started thinking like, dang. I ain't never getting on no plane. And I'm having this conversation in my head. Like, I ain't never getting on a plane. I think I might have saw a plane crash on the news or something. I'm like, oh, I'm not. And I'm like, I don't want to burn to death. And then I thought like, oh, I wonder how I'm going to die when I die. I wonder how old I'm going to be when I die. I wonder if I'll ever be grown. I wonder oh this. I wonder that. I was like, oh, my God. I had to quiet my thoughts. I said, go to sleep. I was driving myself crazy because I was getting scared and I'm like for what just because I saw something on TV so we have to learn to also control our thoughts 
It's a lot we gotta learn to do in this thing called life, isn't it? We also have to learn to not follow everything you hear, believe everything you hear. Hell, we ain't got to a point in this life people so full of shit. Yeah, I'm cussing. I know. You're like, oh, yeah, well, hey. Oh, she said scriptures. Okay, didn't I say we are spirits having human experience? I'm not perfect. I don't want to be. I'm living this thing called life, and I'm living it every day until God says otherwise. So if you grieved, uh, you already know what I think about that. Just go ahead and turn me off. And if you say, I'm not listening to her show no, show no more. Okay, I respect that. Thank you for the time you shared with me. But I'm just looking like, man... I lost my train of thought. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. But long to short, we all on this thing, this this pathway. We live in it every day. Discovering things about ourselves every day. And we come in and encounter with people every day that are not who they say they are, not doing what they say they're going to do. And as I said before, this ain't no dress rehearsal. This is the real deal, Holyfield. When your time is up, your time is up. So you're living on this earth to do exactly what? Live in our purpose. Unfortunately, some people don't get to even discover their purpose. Probably because sometimes they don't even care about what it was or they don't even think about it or they ain't even tried to seek it because they are not even interested. And I used to not know about it. I didn't care either. I didn't, I wasn't curious about what's my purpose. That wasn't my calling, my walk, my journey, my conversation. But I grew into it. Watching life, watching people be born, and watching people pass away. I used to think death was terrible. But I understand as I've gotten older, nothing lasts forever. We love, and that's why you're supposed to love hard. Because it's just a moment. Just like that, the blink of an eye. You've heard that saying. It probably happened to somebody you know. They were here today and gone tomorrow. That could be your story. That could be my story. That could be anybody's story. And it will be somebody's story. Every day somebody's dying. Every day. And it has to happen. Now, must people get killed every day and murdered? I don't think so. But death is inevitable. And when I say learn to embrace discernment, I mean just that. When you get that feeling in your gut, or you get that feeling over your body, and you're like, wow, and you, you can start connecting it for situations and circumstances that manifest. Start learning more about it. Start asking God to reveal your levels of discernment to you. It's not anything to be afraid of, but it is definitely something you want to embrace. We live in trying times. And as I said earlier today, this here, tomorrow may not be. When you go to sleep at night, I hope that you ask him to forgive you for anything you did that was wrong in that 24-hour period. Because yesterday is already gone. He obviously forgave you. But every day is a new day that we make mistakes and we do things that aren't always right. 
we don't always make the right decisions even though we know right you know why because i'm gonna remind you we are spirits having a human experience making the best out of every day living your life to the fullest potential possible but enjoying it along the journey People talk about that 19, you know, that dash in between, like 1990, 1991. You know, every year, what did you do in that whole year? If you look at, you know, if you were in school or work, the calendar years from January to December, and then you on to the next year. Well, what all did you do in that one year? You get 365 days a year to do something different. Make the best of it. If you plan, stop playing. If you thought life was a joke, realize no one's really laughing. If you thought it was a game, understand that every game got to come to an end. If you want to change your life for the better, whatever that means, whatever that looks like, start today. Start right now. You can do it. If you want more, get more. Do it right, though. Don't go out and rob, kill, and steal. Bust your ass and work hard and earn it. It'll come better to you. You sleep better at night knowing that no one's going to try to come and take it back from you because it was never theirs to have in the first place. And that's with anything. We make mistakes. We make bad choices. And we're going to continuously do that. Even when you decide to get your life right. It's all about what you do the next day. Because remember, we have 365 days a year to do it right. I don't care if you choose to do something today and you're wrong and you're wrong and you're wrong and you're wrong. And on New Year's Eve, you got it right. But you started New Year's Day of that year and you're ending New Year's Eve of the next year coming and you finally got it right on the 365th day then you did well I'm going to leave you with that make the best of your days and your nights because they are not promised every day is a gift You could be well and fall ill tomorrow and be gone the next day. We don't know. And I ain't saying this to scare you at all. I'm telling you this to remind you. Stop playing. If you have a a gift of discernment, tap into it. It'll very well save your life. So, do well, be well. And stay well. I'll see you soon.